Boom shakalaka. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, we back. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, you already know <laughs> what time it is, bro. Episode 43 of the CDB podcast. We in the building. I ain't even gonna fold you. Um, I'm in space. Well, coming back from space. So, you know, my boys are gonna hold me down because yeah, I was a little astronaut this weekend. So uh <laughs> astronaut status, man. Oh. He said he said lift off. Man, and played in a FIFA tournament. And then played in a FIFA tournament. See, that's why you lost. <laughs> see, yeah, see. Dude, oh, let me and, tell you. And then <laughs> he went from football to football. Look what he rocking. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Nope, 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 nope. That's not what we're doing here today. Uh, 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 all natural. We like to play on natural grass, sir. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, no, it uh it was funny because it was the first time I played like the new FIFA. Last time I had even owned a console was uh or FIFA on a console was PlayStation 2. Yeah, Are you bugging? Like, yeah, so you into the tournament like that? Yeah, man, why not? I can figure it out. <laughs> I mean, so so what you feel like the mechanics is still the same? To a point. There's other things that like you need to know with you know finger dexterity. And how to actually do a move, but it's it's yeah. more fluid in how the movement is, right? So you're not. I always- think more or less because it's like even going back to not just FIFA, but like even some of the older um sports games, like uh Madden, for instance, or or even uh um uh, NBA 2K or NBA Live and everything. Like some of the mechanics of the game, they change up with each year. You know, like each each year they, they have a different move that you can um use. Some things get taken away. So you being able to come from PlayStation Two to playing on what like now what was that? PS4, PS5. Oh, it, was, it was uh Xbox, Xbox, Xbox. It was Xbox. Okay. Uh, see, like, that's okay. why lost. You playing on that devil? And that's game. another thing too. Yeah, the the, the, the the even the controls are it, like the controls, the buttons are the same. But I feel like the the just the joystick alone and the fl- the fluidness of 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 being an Xbox player or being a um uh a uh, um PlayStation player is gonna be like on some like you know I don't know. It's different it for me. You figured Fuck out Xbox. I, I, I don't play on Xbox no more. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. You'll figure it out. It's uh yeah. It's not bad. Um, it was cool. Uh double elimination tournament. So um it was really dope. Uh shout out to uh uh Jay Saldano, um e- uh, entertainment that put that together and the hilltop for hosting it. Um in mount adams so uh shout out to them it was really fun it was cool we were watching football while also watching and playing football while talking about both versions of football oh man it was great especially for me coming back out of space oh you know what That's a vibe. Oh, it was it was great it was great yeah. and uh had um some burger uh, local burger joint amazing uh, called the Hilltop. So yeah. you are in Cincinnati um, in Mount Adams. Check out, uh, go find the Hilltop burger. You will, you will find it. It's delicious. It's amazing. Um, anyways, man, what enough about me. How y'all doing, bros? Like, you know what I'm saying? Bravs, how y'all doing? <laughs> Bro, I'm doing great, man. I had a little good weekend. I finally got a phone and shit. So 
Hey man, this uh, iPhone, <laughs> yo, we back outside. Hey, yo, this iPhone 13, bro. This shit like truffle, like nigga, this shit like butter. I almost said truffle butter. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> but this like the screen, and then he feel himself. Bro, I'm swiping back and forth, nigga. I'm like, this shit is insane. But I didn't even really, nigga, I really didn't even want to have my phone, honestly, bro. I didn't even tell my boss I had a new phone. I was like, bro, don't call me no more. <laughs> you want to keep that the no stash, more, like. Bro, I've been oh. leaving early every day. Like, this nigga came to text me or call me. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm dipping on, on these motherfuckers. I didn't enjoy it, but you know, other than that. My, I ain't dropping my pen to nobody. Uh, nobody. Nah, I feel that shit, homie. You know, I, and I went to, uh, I went to Chuck E. Cheese now. yesterday. Oh, yeah, I'm baddie. Baddie up this hole. He's got his hair Redbone, what's up? What's happening? Oh, see. <laughs> but your mustache still ain't shaped up, bro, bro. Look at, you better stop. Drop the video. Drop the video. Sure. Let these hoes know what's happening. <laughs> nah, don't drop the video. <laughs> hey, yo, yo. I just wanted to tell y'all, man. Chuck E. Cheese is exactly how you remember it. It's a fucking cesspool of little demons, bro. And I hate that place more than anywhere on the planet. A cesspool, a cesspool full of demons, bro, yo. I hate kids. This thing so is wild. Bro, I lost mine like five times. My girl mad at me. Like, where, where's the fucking baby? I don't know, nigga. Go look for him. Shit. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold y'all niggas like yo. I'm one of them dads, my nigga. Like when when it comes to like Chuck E. Cheese or any kind of like a little amusement parts or anything like that, you know, say where it's a journey with your kids and everything. I'll be one of them niggas like doing order, but I'll never lose my kid with one of those circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll be all in, I'll be helping hey, little man. kids. I don't even know, like yo, y'all want to do this too? Yeah, come on. Like I love, hard. I love to do that shit. That shit is fun. It, it was my, it was my nephew little birthday. Shout out to my, uh, my brother. Another great black mm-hmm. dad out here. We doing our shit. Real nigga stand up. Yes, but, sir. Uh, when you see, like, maybe he gonna sit down, he gonna get the pizza. I got the two little ones, and these niggas got too much motherfucking energy, bro. They running back and forth. I'm like, yo, stand here. We gonna wait for this this game. Oh, no, I wanna play that game. They running back and forth. You got them. And then- but that's why you gotta get right, but not get too right, my nigga. Oh, like you gotta get you gotta get right enough to know, like I right, I'm going to deal with some little kids today, you know what I'm saying? But not too right where you like right, I'm just going to hang out with the homies tonight, you know what I'm saying? We I'm we gonna get more right. You gotta get right enough to be able to have that energy. And by the time they burn that shit up, you gonna burn your your shit off, my nigga. And then next thing you know, I'm like you be vibing like real shit. In the process of watching these kids, I'm thinking about putting my foot in the chest of every single last one of them, bro. Like, it's mm. all these badass little kids, nigga, just running around, throwing shit. I was pissed off. I'm like, yo, get the fuck down. I'm not even your dad. I'm just, I'm talking to random kids. Like, get the fuck out of here. Just pull them down by their shorts and shit. Like, yo, get down. Yo. Body slamming these little asses. No, <laughs> Mac yeah. is the type of nigga that will hit an elbow drop over the fucking um, net or some I'll little, like, somebody's up. children. It's I'll like, yo. <laughs> He's over there giving them Hogan lay drops. They fell yo. down. He's like, hold on, daddy. <laughs> Body slams inside of fucking ball pens and shit. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, ball pits, ball pits. <laughs> pause. Sheesh. <laughs> Nigga, we talk about children. There's no pause in that. What? Yes, it. Oh. <laughs> you know the ball pit pits, my nigga. Like, with the Yo, little I, fucking ball. Yes, right, we're just being. Come on, come on. We're not, we're not going to do that for the kids. This, we can't pause the on the kids. We talk about kids. We talk about kids. We're not place, talking right? about. I yeah. definitely threw a ball at a kid's head yesterday. I'm not no. even going to cap, bro. 
I'm not even gonna cap. They was it, it was, <laughs> was it one of the soft ones or was it like a hardball? Like it was already? one of the soft ones. It was one of the Yo, soft ones. I this has been episode one, 43 <laughs> of the CDB podcast. We I'm just saying, like, you can't be throwing no, you can't be about to get this kid some brain trauma and oh, shit with no hardball, like beaming like you, yo, like you playing handball in the, in the back of the '96 club, nigga. Like, like I said, this has been stealing. another episode of the CDB podcast. We have been canceled. Nah, uh, nah we ain't canceled. We out here. We out here immediately. Yo, but first uh, of all, yo, hey, huh? We haven't even introduced ourselves. You know, what I'm saying let the people know who we are. You know, what I'm saying so. I'm Chief Chris, aka the Bronx Bushido, aka the Creative Chaos, aka Mister. I don't give a fuck. You know this, you know, man. You know, mm. what I'm saying, and I'm out here representing one piece of the triangle office out here, representing my two brothers. You know, as usual, uh, Mac, tell them where you at. Let them know how it's going down, homie. You know what's going on. It's Lord Mac. Mac in the hat. Mac with the gap. Mac with the strap. Turn your back and you will get clapped. I am the Mac Daddy is father of the year. Let me navigate you. Be your vessel as we get through these culturally insensitive topics. You feel me? Man, listen to these niggas. Listening. Yo, sounded like some pros. Chief Chris, I appreciate you. It's Chief Chris, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. We got the young uh, uh, Atlanta Weasel, uh, Lord Mac in the building. Atlanta Weasel. Man, Yo, it's the get... West Coast Warlord for a reason. Play Man. The West Coast Warlord. Yeah, Weasel, weaseling into all the hoes' pockets. But, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Am I the meanest? Sure now. Am I the prettiest? Sure now. Am I the baddest? No foe, no down around this town. Sure enough, but who am I? Sure enough, who am I? Sure enough, I can't hear you. Sure enough, Shogun. That's right, boys and girls. It's Ahun, the number one Shogun, back in the motherfucking building like I never left this bitch. Living by the number one rule in the universe, as always, which is to protect your neck at all times. Otherwise, I will chop. Bitch, don't play with me. Especially after I just took an L in FIFA. One of you niggas is getting your head cut off. Don't play with me, okay? You already know who you it kicking is. That, you gonna you go kick it off or you gonna slice it off, though? Nah, I'm slicing it, then I'm kicking it off. You know what I'm then saying? Then you kick it, yeah, I'm you go. slice you know it clean. Mean? It's gonna stay right there. Then I'm gonna you hit said- a, a leaf hurricane and kick that bitch into oblivion. Just like I scored a goal. You know what I'm saying? Listen, go 20 dicks time reigning petty weight champion of the world, Mr. Petty Guerrero, aka one punch man with the tan next to the Yucatan liquor stand. If you was outside for the nine nine in the 2000s in Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky, you know what was going down at Yucatan liquor stand. I probably bagged your auntie. I apologize in advance. Sorry, not sorry. Or post. I don't know. One of those. AKA Pablo Baldini. I'm headbutting niggas and slide tackling and taking ankles because I lost in FIFA. Again, shout outs to JSAL and the JSAL brand and the Hilltop for hosting um that uh it was fun man it was it was cool just to get 
around a bunch of really like-minded people, um, have an event, and also, too, we were able to uh, chop shop, talk some business. So hopefully we will be a part of um, future tournaments. And it's not just FIFA. Mm. So um, especially with having geeked up uh, on the channel or, or network here, um, we have a lot of people that listen to Geeked Up on the Block uh, podcast, and they are into gaming. But I yeah, shout out to and shout out to all the people that out there in the network, you know, saying who uh especially listen to all the different podcasts besides the CDB podcast, you know, as we we're on right now, you know, episode 43, as 800 has already stressed, we you know, saying, got. but you know, we all we got, you know, saying so. Like at the end of the day, shout out to all, all the people out there who support the network, support the movement, support the, the team, and um, mm-hmm. and also even when it comes to geeked up, you know, saying like uh. I'm out there on PS5, so anybody want to challenge me in certain games, you know what I'm saying? Even when it comes down to, like, uh, the Switch, you know, uh, if y'all got the Smash Brothers or something, holla at you, boy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll hit y'all please, real quick. Please, crowd. I will bust anybody else. Crowd, if, if you do come across Chief Chris, uh, the Bushido uh, boogeyman. The Bronx Bushido, uh, outside, Bronx Bushido, outside, baby. Outside of the bodega, you know what I'm saying? Uh, hitting licks and bagging tricks. Uh, for the sh- for the low low starting price of forty dollars. That's my nigga. You know what I'm saying. So if you do catch a W against Chris, please send us screenshots and any and all. No, I need video. Uh, also that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But- and, 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 and speaking of that, also I need John Morant to stop fucking ducking me again for for two K smoke because I beat him online. And I and I and, and I had the fucking footage. I'm um, and the screenshot, my nigga. So let me know if y'all want me to send it to y'all for the uh, you know, saying for the one one. Like, yeah, John Moran, stop blocking me, my nigga. Like, you don't want the smoke nigga. again. Stop Dirt. ducking. All right. Stop. Um. <laughs> I so we my games, but yeah, I, but, I digress, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I was still doing my up. motherfucking intros, nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's Payne yeah, with like, the AK, Master Bruce with ooh. the Bubble Goose, Mister Turt Reynolds himself. You know what I'm ooh. saying? And the Hotep Abachi Chef with the grill turned on high because we always cook it in this bitch. But let me transform into the curator of combo because we are going to get this started you know what time it is can we get some music can we get some motherfucking music man turn me up turn me up you already know what time it is we got a little goku funk out here you know what i'm saying Ooh, that sounds like it sounds like a good Turn me I up. think I think that Goku Funk might be the title to episode 43. And we've got a lovely picture. Listen, we even got a man, listen, thumbnail gonna be crazy for y'all. Y'all ain't ready. You know what I'm saying? Um we here. <laughs> listen, I've been waiting. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just start sneaking beats in here. So then when you and O, who will be joining us later, uh, really want to get that uh, rap battle, which i still been waiting on. I'm always going to wait on that. Who really has better bars? And it looks like... That'd Max, be fun. That'd be fun. Like, because honestly, I forgot all about that. But uh, hell yeah, bro. I ain't, for, I ain't forget. Nah, I ain't forget. nah. He ain't ready for the... But, oh, oh. 
Oh, from New York, so hey, I know bro. he. Look, we. I'm ready for your boy. Not to interrupt, but we've been we've been watching this shit as we've been pre-potting everything, bro. Kansas City just went up, bro. Game over with. 32-36. Kansas City went up. Hey, overtime. It just happened right now. Hey, you guess what? Whoa. Bengals get ready to lose. Patty and the boys is matter. coming. Let's go. And you getting the live you getting the live news right here on episode 43 and CBD Podcast. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And we got lockdown deep. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, I know this is just the You want somebody to spit on this one. Who they nigga? I'm really trying to ask the question. Who are they? We don't, we don't know. Nah, nigga, you ain't ready. Listen, let's go ahead and get some pop music. We're going to switch it out for the one time, for the one time. Episode 43 of the CDB podcast. You know what it is. We outside. Excuse Play that money for me. Who they? Man, listen. Why your face so ugly? Hold up, bitch. Oh. Bad as hell and she thick. Hold up. Oh. Pop that pussy like a clip. Bop. Oh. She in school, but she stripped. Use two oh. hands when she eat the dick. Oh. I'm trying to hit a whole click. Head oh. down, ass up when she pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, yo. Pop it, 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 pop it. If you a bad you bitch, pop bitch. that pussy on your partner. Pop it. That shit. Make that nigga buy you something, then say you bought that shit. Say you scammed up on the butter, run up on the floor. Now that ad poking out, everybody want a She told a friend, friend, record me while I pop my shit. Friend said, okay, friend, make that money, bitch. Lashes, nose, and wig done, all of that and thin song. Diamond watch, diamond choker, diamond by her eardrum. Pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, yo, pop it, pop it, pop it. Pop it, pop it, pop it, uh, pop it, pop it, uh, pop it. If you nah, a bad bitch, pop that pussy on the butt. Drop it right now. Yeah. Pop it right here. 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 Pop it 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 Pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, yo, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, yo, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. If you a bad bitch, pop that pussy on your pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, yo, pop it. Episode 43 of CDB Podcast. Yo, pop it. You already know what time it is. We outside. If you a bad bitch, pop that pussy on your championship. You dig what I'm saying? Cincinnati stand up. Bitch, I'm really, really out for blood this time. Look. We out here. Shout out to New York City right here. Shout out to Cincinnati, my nigga. They on their way. Mac, pull your team out. My team is sleep. My team is sleep. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Cincinnati, give it up for them. Joey, bad ass. I'm proving them wrong. Back with the classic, I know it's been long. Had 
they was missing me while I was gone. I smell the victory back up on top and it's where I belong. Like it ain't shit to me, we make it history, fall through the misery, weather the storm. Can't let them get to me, no weapon form, she'll prosper. R&B bitches all over my roster, bitch I got options. I keep a chopper right on the dresser, next to the Oscar. Applying pressure, somebody stop us. We Woo. missed you, Joey. Applying we missed pressure, you, somebody stop us. Running yes, the I just came back for the win. Lot of new money in my head. Gonna tell a friend, tell a friend. They say success is the best revenge. I just came back for the win. Lot of new money in my head. Gonna tell a friend, tell a friend. They say success is the best revenge. You know what I'm saying? We gonna get it real smooth out here for uh, all you cool cats and jive turkeys. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, smooth cats and jive turkeys out here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We gonna keep it player, player for y'all. Hey, this girl. She wet in the shower. This ain't for you niggas that don't get no pussy, all right? We saying no vow. She fucking no cow. Nope. I'm digging in deep. deep. She wanna get geek. Smoke on your jaw, This shit's such a vibe. Especially you know you got some pussy on that. To my brother, she owls. Yo, if you ever know, it's like the old school niggas, they always have the smooth voice when they smack to me. Like, yo, relax, Charlie. We got this, man. Hey, young cat. They wasn't aggressive with their mom. They were. Why I upgraded her denture? And I'm alive in love with your She wanna go viral. Hey. We fucking for hours. Hey. That pussy got power. Hey. That pussy got power. Hey. She wearing the shower. Hey. She wearing the shower. She wearing the shower. She wearing the shower. She wearing to my brother, she hours. She hours. That nigga said, Tell you know my brother, she hours. He, he doing a little bit of that, that Goku <laughs> funk. You know what I'm saying? He said that pussy got power. But shout <laughs> out to my boy Fame. Why you know? Out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Shout out to Fame. Why you know? We cooking. We ain't sleeping through the night. Hey, hey. Got niggas moving on my side. Watch you over here, brother CDB. It get hot as summertime, eh? They say they wanna slide. Say she in love with my vibe, eh? Hey, I ain't in no wasting time, eh? Hey, got that money on my line, eh? Hey, mm. I ain't with all of that rap cap. You coming off a bad batch. 2020 Dag Dash, winning it with fast cash. Born from some hustlers, we don't end up no customers. We only know the double up, apply the heated bubble up. If I'm a yeah. brother, my mental sharp, we cutting up. I need it all, don't fuck it up. Don't talk too much, we know too much. All this gas gon' blow us up. Hard times, I'm showing up. Boy, your price ain't low enough. Mm. They ain't love mm. blowing Still up. Still moving like I'm worried that they watching. My dog 
boys saying chill, they like curry if it's popping. I'm still surprised last year I had no options. And now I'm shopping and I'm shopping, all this drip, they trying to stop it. Green light, all we see is green lights. Niggas moving funny, better think twice. Boy, all the capping, it don't seem right. You know we about that action when they say they wanna slide. We ain't sleeping through the night, ayy. If patience is the key, fuck it, I'm kicking down the door. And if greatness was a person, you'd get Yo, this in this hole. Yeah. I had to gun play my part in the game, I couldn't keep riding the bleachers. I gotta focus on running the bag of rappers, can't pay me for features. I got a few kids that I gotta feed. Excuse my cocky demeanor. Your bitch approach me, I bet you I fuck got all this dick to feed her. Still praying like a lion on a gazelle. My yeah, excuse my cocky demeanor. If I go to jail, best believe I got the bill Bitch, I know that I'm the shit, please excuse me for the smell Yeah, 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 fast life and this Ooh, music is my that bitch needs a little straightening. She straightening. Come here with straight pipe. You heard I know it's time. You know it's time. We just getting started. I just need to make sure y'all was with us. I might have to run this shit back just to close out tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Too heavy. Let's go. Okay, we outside. We outside. We got a lot to catch up on. Man, fellas. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into it, huh? So first and foremost, we in music. Where we at? Where we at? Come on. Listen, you know the vibes. You know what time it is. Give me one second to bring up our topics. Uh, Before we do, we want to just make sure we send our condolences. Yes. Rest in pieces. Right. Rest Mm -hmm. in pieces, too. Uh, Louis Anderson, actor, comedian. Um, oh man, uh, dude, I grew up with Life with Louis, and I grew up with, yeah, I, I went back to his stand up because of having experienced him. You know, same thing with like Howie Mandel, right? Bobby's World, uh, Life with Louis, yes. both of those were Bobby's like- World. Yo, hey, yo, yo, Ahan, sorry to cut you off real quick, but nah, Bobby's World, the cartoon, the cartoon, right? We talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of you guys wasn't outside when Bobby's World was out, all right? Man, they wasn't outside Bo- when... Louis they was not outside. The nigga driving on a little tricycle and everything. Bobby's World. I am supposed to be the one that is returning from space. Do not try to blast off in your rocket ship before. Look, I'm just saying, bro. We, I know, I, I know you were about cartoons to cartoons and everything, you know, geeked Yo, up shit, listen, you know what I mean? This nigga, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, so, rest in peace to 
Louie Anderson. <laughs> also, shout out to uh, Howie Mandel for creating Bobby's World. God damn it, bro. <laughs> I mean, nigga, you wasn't ready for that either. Like, I remember that shit, bro. Real talk. Like, I was, I was outside. I was watching the Bobby's World. <laughs> uh, I, I see what you're doing here. Uh, bringing light to an otherwise uh, sad situation. Um, you know, so prayers and condolences to those that are affected by the passing of Louis Anderson. We also lost, um, ooh, uh, there, I think this is important because there's two important figures that we lost. Um, and then we'll also get into another person later on, um, Mm. who lost a loved one of theirs because it's going to tie into some things that we have spoken on and we're just going to touch back on it. Um, but first and foremost, I think it's important to say, uh, uh, Lucia Harris, um, the only woman officially drafted to buy an NBA team, dies at 66. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to her. Uh, Present condolences to her family, loved ones, and everybody close. Yeah, and and the reason why I say even the fans out, shout out first is because like for a, a black woman too, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like the fans, the inspiration. Yeah. So it, during that time, let me make sure I can pull this up here. But, um, you know, there's a couple big icons in our community that we do end up losing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when it is unfortunate that we, you know, have to say goodbye to those. But the impact that they leave is important. So we that's why I think it's important for us to bring these things and topics up. Um, mm-hmm. but she was the only woman drafted. Harris, who scored... Uh, the first points in women's basketball history at the Olympics died in her native Mississippi. Her family said in a statement, um, let me see, uh, Harris, who became the only woman to officially be drafted by an NBA team and scored the first points, like I just mentioned, at the Olympics, died Tuesday uh, it, at the age of 66. Um, this was released, I believe, by her family. Um, we are deeply saddened to share the news that our angel, matriarch, sister, mother, grandmother, Olympic medalist, the queen of basketball, Lucia Harris, has passed away unexpectedly today in Mississippi, uh, the family said in a statement. Um, the recent months brought Miss Harris great joy, including the news of the upcoming wedding of her youngest son and the outpouring of recognition received by a recent documentary that brought worldwide attention to her story. So um, this is reported by NBC News, but uh, you can go find that article. Um, but I think it's important for us to highlight her, um, especially for the impact that she had in a lot of different ways, not only for women's sports, um, but also for uh, um, black athletes, male or female or non-binary, whatever the case may be, transgender. So <laughs> you just got to make sure you touch all the points so that nobody gets upset. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, we also lost an icon in fashion, Andre Leon Talley, editor and fashion industry force dies at 73. Called a creative mm-hmm. genius, he was the, uh, the rare black editor at the top of a field that was mostly white and notoriously elitist. So mm-hmm. um, let's see, Andre Leon Talley, uh, the larger than life fashion editor who shattered uh, his industry's glass ceiling when he went 
um, from the Jim Crow South to the front rows of Paris Couture. Um, parlaying his encyclopedic knowledge of fashion history and quick wit into roles as author, public speaker, television personality, and curator, died on Tuesday in White Plains, New York. He was 73. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a, a, a history of health struggles um, and is confirmed by his friend Darren, the president of Ford Foundation. Um, yeah. Right. So uh, I think that. And sorry to kind of like shift and and bring this down, but um, I always want to highlight individuals who, for us, um, in our culture are. Yeah, I mean, it, for sure. I mean, not not only like, um, altogether, like we want to be able to give people their flowers when they are able to smell them and everything like that. But there's a lot of people that unfortunately that haven't gotten that to that point where we could be able to get them their flowers, like when they actually deserve it you know right and it's some of them you know but we still for cultural icons and everything like that we can be able to say like yo i remember growing up on this person or not even just me but like my friends spoke about this person you know um like it was just a big name like throughout my childhood and everything like that so yeah like even though it's like too late for us to do it you know what I'm saying at the end of the day we can still recognize them for their legacy and for the things that they've been able to do for our communities and our, um, you know, upbringing in general. Yeah. Um. Then we lost Meatloaf. Mm, another one. Uh, singer Meatloaf, um, uh, rock superstar, uh, died at the age of seventy-four. Um, mm. I don't know if there was like any. Uh, serious health problems that we're looking at. Um, I think it has something to do with COVID, but I'm not really sure. I couldn't find too much information on it. Right. So, um, you know, until we hear about a cause of death, I think, you know, it would be improper for us to even just comment on the cause of death. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just rest in peace to him. And, it, and it's not just the fact that he was a singer. He also uh, had a revitalized role within um, movies, uh, especially yeah. like his role in Fight Club. And after, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it called him Bob. Uh, I won't say the rest of his name, but they, uh, his name is Robert Paulson, um, as he is known in Fight Club. His clubs. name is Robert Paulson. That's right. So, uh, rest in peace to Meatloaf. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know his name. Laugh on the rest in peace, my nigga. You can't laugh on the rest. No, nah, we gotta laugh. Fuck that. Oh, Yo, when okay. I when I kick the bucket, y'all niggas better keep some laughs going on. Don't fight doing you, that sad Yo. shit. Nah, nah. I mean, I mean, we we talk about certain things that like, 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 especially like, like when I die, I want to be able to have like close friends with me. At my fucking funeral and everything, so every you know everyone's sitting there boohoo and crying and everything like that. But I want some people to come up there and crack jokes, like y'all remember when this happened? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And people could just laugh about that. Like I, I, I that's my kind of reception. I want to go out, like when right, this shit, party. Comes, but if you niggas, like I want every. If you niggas I'll, don't know me and you laugh, but that's why I said I want some real close friends to be able to have those no, stories no, with I us see, and tell some people because because sometimes because sometimes you may not know the story that 
this nigga who I knew for like 30 years or 20 years or whatever case it be, they know that story because they was with me at the time. So totally. when that shit come up and after your funeral and everything, like, yeah, tell the story. Like, yeah, that's totally different. Fun. Totally different. Uh, what hey, I'm hun, saying. Hey, hun, I, think, I think the opposite. I think the mm-hmm. opposite. I think uh, your close family, they should be sad. They should grieve. Anybody else that don't know me, that's, that don't know me closely, I want y'all to laugh. I want y'all to, if I left some type of impression, I want you all the good times, nigga. Like, let's kick it. Have a fucking party, bro. Don't be sad about me. If you so even me, though, so I even didn't though you personally have a good laugh, bro. So all right. So let's just say for instance, um, Mac, you got a little brother, right? Yeah. Right. All right. So let's just say for instance, you know what I mean? So your little brother, you ain't one. Your little brother would be like, yo. I remember one this, this one time, me and Mac, we was doing this, woo, 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 you know what I'm saying? And the next thing you know, like, it's, it turns out to be, like, him trying to uplift the crowd and everything like that, like, but still, like, oh, like sure. your memory. Like, That's what I'm saying, like, that, like you got to have those memories that special I'm from people, saying, too, not uh, just just the cry and everything. Like, you got to have some uplifting moments, because even though we lost somebody months. who was... Three no, months. you don't know that nigga, but let's celebrate right. what he did. So gave us. here's here's something. This is an interesting conversation that we kind of stumble upon, right? So um I'll try to keep it brief. Number one, number two, I will also try to um protect identities within the conversation because it leads mm-hmm. to a very important discussion about like mental health. And not only that, but mental health of someone who has recently lost a family member, right? So people mourn and grieve differently. So when we talk about it, like, I don't ever want to be disrespectful to anybody's way or method of grieving. um, But Mm -hmm. I also am responsible enough to understand that how I grieve, they may not, you know, like or... um, condone it so i'm i'm at least but that who's whose discretion is that hey man how can I'm, you tell me how to how can you tell me how to grieve somebody's memory when when my relationship probably was different from your relationship yes, with that person you are correct but what i'm saying is that how you do that which sometimes like you know there might be people that are family members of the person that's passed away versus mm-hmm. someone that's you know, that had a that person that passed had a deep impact on them, but they may not be family. They may be around family or have having dealt with the, you know, recently deceased in a, a myriad of ways that it they're impacted. They they are sorry, you know, there's sorrow, there, there's mourning. Um, there's yeah, it's, so, it's like it, even in some relationships, uh, uh, some instances where it's like, Women they get married to a man, you know, and then they take on that that wife role and everything like that. And then the family is wondering why that that wife is crying more than you know, saying the rest of the family is because like they they they've, they've grown to have that 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 family aspect with children and everything like that. So some I I, I I'm trying you know what I'm saying yeah. rebuttal what you're saying, it's, but in the same yo, sense, it's like so- you gotta understand sometimes. You- that that connection with that one person may be deeper than even family bonds, you know. Like, like, yeah, it was that was my family, blood family, everything, but at the end of the day, like this person meant so something more to me than y'all could even imagine. Right. To what, so, you know, and it, it don't even have to do a relationship. It could be like you being a mentor for a young kid in the street or some shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Or something like that. Like things happen where that mentor 
Or go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, so let's turn it into this too, right? Because that's one aspect. So you have um, different people that if they're in a relationship, the person who is the child or sibling or whatever the case may be, and then the person that's a spouse to that uh, individual who's lost a loved one. Um, what did, what if it creates conflict or what if it creates angst issues, different things like that simultaneously point two, um, what if the, one of the individuals is having, you know, um, or questioning their mental health, or at least not looking after it while trying to grieve. Um, mm, you know, that's important that, too. That's is. a key factor because sometimes not even um, taking into because sometimes as a I don't know about you guys, but like I'm the oldest out of all my siblings. You know what I'm saying? And taking into some of the shit that they was going through in life. You know what I'm saying? And then. I had to go through personally myself and made it to the point where it's like, you know, um, like how do I handle both situations at the same time? Well, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like going through my shit. And then on top of that, going through like some of the things with my parents, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it was a lot of shit that was on my plate and on my table. And it does weigh heavily on your mental health because it's like, how can you juggle so many problems at the same time when you can't even juggle your own bullshit? You can't even figure the shit that you're going out, that you're going through right now in order to figure somebody else's shit out. Yeah, True. that's why you, you can't really... Going back, you I don't think... Uh... Regardless of what your position is in the person that is deceased life, I don't think you should. It happens, but I don't think you should relegate or decide what is okay and what is not okay and how the person grieves. And mm -hmm. I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand in, in people that have died in my family and friends. People that are closer or thought mm -hmm. they were closer and and maybe had words or feelings about how someone else is grieving and. Bro, you don't know what the other person is going through. And one thousand percent. How I process things is different. We all hurt. We all hurt. It's yeah. Yeah. Right. And everybody take it different. Exactly. Well, I I'm saying this because I have someone that's close that you know I know that's going through some grief. And it's and it's a multitude of people, right? So mm -hmm. each of them has a particular relationship with the person that's passed. And the and thing for me is being someone to help and assist that person. So, uh, well, those people, those folks, um, some that may be dealing with the grief in uh, a, a way as a parent or a child or, um, you know, a spouse, all of these things come into play. And I'm seeing all of these things happen. And it's how do I help? Right. Like, how do I really help? Because I think a lot of times where, you know, we, we have these call to actions within our community where it's like, you know, make mm -hmm. sure you check on folks with mental health. Um, da, da, da. And sometimes it can become very like, oh, everybody's got mental health. We got to diagnose. And it's like, no, there's a lot of trauma that's happening through different cultures. And let me interject real quick. Hey, hon. Sorry yeah. to cut you off real quick. But all right. All right. The thing about that is sometimes when you're really close to a friend and you know they're going through that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's how many of those real friends that you have that really check on that friend. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, we can 
uh, post how we want to post and say what we want to say, whatever the case may be. But if you know if that's your homie, he's really going through it and everything like that, how many of his real friends are really checking in on him? That really counts too. That really counts because at the end of the day, like, I can meet people online. They close to me and everything. I don't know these motherfuckers from a hole in the wall. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if my real homies checking on me and they know I'm really going through some shit, that shit means more to me and it can help somebody push through sometimes. And that's the thing that we really need to be on top of. Like, real homies holding each other down. Like, at the end of the day, like, like we ain't, like, like some people, when we talk to each other, like, we don't, we don't try to put our problems out. You know what I'm saying? On each other. Like, y'all going through this. Like, I'm asking for a handout, whatever case it be. You know what I'm saying? But it's like having that freedom to be able to talk to your homie and be able to say, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Blah, 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 blah. Woo, 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 woo. That's what I'm going through. You know what I'm saying? That shit really means a lot sometimes for our mental health. Because it's like my homie's like, yo, bro, like, I know you. This ain't true. This ain't true. What you doing? Like, get out there. Get that money, nigga. Hustle, like, oh, yeah, you need two jobs, you need three jobs, whatever case it be, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to uplift each other, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like sometimes we draw in touch with each other, but our real homies that really hold us down, we really need to um be able to be the guy to say that, yo, my homie help, call me up, whatever you need, I got him, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if I can't help you financially or whatever case it be, but I got you to try to hit you with some uplifting shit, come see you, whatever case it be, you know? We got to uplift each other. That shit, that shit really, really fucking fucks me sometimes about how many times that people have said they reached out to certain people and it's just, they didn't get the support and everything, or people just wrote them off of, on some like, oh, this nigga want attention or whatever case it be, you know? Like, you got to be able to identify somebody. If you know this person for sure, you got to be able to identify what the real situation is. Yeah, well, shit, well, go, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything you were saying, Chris. Uh, I also didn't get what Aeon's point was. I need you to flesh that one out a little bit more. Well, kind of got sidetracked, but I digress, and I'm in space. Um... The reason why I bring this up and as if we're talking about mental health is, you know, what toll it could take on individuals potentially um, and, and a myriad of things. It could be lost in some way. And it's not just loss of like a loved one or someone that, you know, it could be a loss mm. of something like something's happening that is causing grief and anguish. Um, but I'm using this as a prime example of that where we're not doing maybe a good enough job or trying to ask, how do we do a good job? Because for me, it's, it's how, right. Um, everything that I'm trying to do with CDB is really just to help and support them. It's to help bear fruit. Um, not only for myself and my kids, but also for people that share in the same idea and concept that we can do a lot more together than we can do individually. So in moments like this, uh, in this example is everybody's dealing with their own shit, but how do you navigate being able to take a moment, pause dealing with your own and see, you know, Hey, I haven't talked to this person or, you know, I know they might be dealing with this. What can I do? There's nothing well, I think that, that you can do, but be a supporter. 
Yeah, and for sure. Yeah, go through that. It's a fine line of being a supporter and going too far and going too much. At the very least, you need to be a supporter, man. Just a lot of times just being fucking there. That's literally what the, that's the most yeah. that you can do is just be fucking there. And you cannot force somebody to open up. You cannot force somebody to really e- express exactly how they're feeling or the aspects, the details of what they're going through. But just fucking be there in person more than just over your phone. And that's that's literally all you can do. And what comes with that, then you can navigate them steps. But just be yeah. there. I agree. That's, that's it. I mean, touche. You know, with that, uh, I know we brought this down a bit. It's okay. Yeah, pump us up, man. I I just wanted to, and and I think it's important, man, because I know we we try to crack shit, and when we have, we we try to lead people on an audio adventure. But I think at some point, it is uh, a responsibility of ours to talk about some things without getting too personal. Um, because we all deal with something. at the end of the day, it is an audio adventure. Like, yeah. you don't want us to be generic, we're not yeah, being generic. We're out here, you know, saying like sometimes yeah, we go into on, the tangents hang on, and hang on, hang on. Can I'm just know, saying, bro. Like, I, I know, but I'm I'm saying that we deal with stuff to a point to where it's like we don't, we don't, we we are quiet, so it's a, a matter of like trying to figure out the how, but the process of helping is trying to navigate and figure out the how um also it's okay to ask for help or at least say hey and recognize that there's help that's needed to open up i can't help you or do anything for you or just sit there and allow you to sit in whatever it is that you're dealing with suffering with whatever i got i'm i'm here but I'm going to tell you that I'm here and I'm going to say it enough times. That's hopefully all you, you can do, man. That's all you can do. Believe it. I mean, honestly, like it comes to a point where it's like, like you say, you're just sitting there and you tell me you need help and everything like that. Like, bro, if you're not really telling me like you need help and you're not showing me that, I mean, what more do you want? Right. What more do you want? You know? Hey, man. Um, it's, it's a. It's and at the end of the day, like, yeah, go ahead. It's a touchy topic to uh, navigate around, but um, I think it's important for us to at least talk about it um, so that if anybody is out there and does have, you know, things that they're dealing with, if you do want to talk, sure, man, we're here. Um, obviously, we're dealing with stuff. Uh, the biggest ambition that we have is to maybe we can plant a seed Give some guidance, hopefully help you water it, bear fruit, and then that <laughs> helps feed, you know, those that you impact in some way, shape, or form. So, um, and the reason why I brought all this up, long-winded roundabout, uh, it's two, two things, because there is a rest in peace to uh, the son of Regina King. Um, I don't have the article pulled up directly, but... Mm-hmm. Um, he had passed away and um, was dealing with, you know, some mental health um, issues that his name is Ian Ag- Alexander Jr. Yeah. And uh, not Ian to, Al- Alexander Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Not to get too messy. Um, 
because it's you know he, he passed away which uh, caused the death i don't know if it's been released um mm-hmm. but i'll leave that to uh everyone to figure out on their own the authorities uh, yeah and and also, and, and all- um Also, um, you know, it, part of the reason why we're talking about this is also from the Kevin Gates interview. Um, I don't think there's enough people talking about it. Uh, and Mac, I wanted to get your opinion on, you know, some of the things that maybe he touched on. Well, um, I, I got some points from it. I didn't exactly see uh, all the interview, but I mean, if you know anything about Kevin Gates, Actually, prefacing that, let's go back. Kev, and probably the one of the reasons why this hasn't been a big enough deal is because sometimes internet starts making a joke out of you. And a little bit about Kevin Gates, niggas make jokes out of. But if you've listened to Kevin since he's came out, you can't really find a song that didn't have some type of mental health issues going on, whether it's loss of life, loss of people to incarceration, uh, drug use, everything has been a struggle with him, and it speaks through his voice where he pisses this out. But now there's an interview with him talking about that, and it's very important. It's it's hard to escape, mm-hmm. um, and it hits home because we're all dealing with these certain these certain all we're li- we're dealing with all these points at the same time, just at different levels. And yeah, so it, it, it's a good it's a good um, it's a good window into somebody that is also famous and that has things that we all want money and all that fame. And they still go through these things just at a higher level sometimes. Right. Um, I think it's important to have individuals that are in and around the culture, at least talking about it and being more open um, because maybe there's a bit of stigma in our community where if you do talk about things you know, like mental health or, um, you know, things of that nature, then you're deemed weak in some way. So there's Which this bravado so weird, and man. weird masculinity. And um, you, you know, what's weird about it? Ugh. We get they get we get so deep into it when it comes to the artistry of it. Right. But then actually sitting down talking about it seems. Weird. Yeah. Which is weird as fuck. <laughs> I mean, well, if you listen to some of the content that, if you listen to some of the content that um, Kevin Gates has dropped on some of his songs and everything, and certain situations um, that he said, even on interviews and everything like that, he's definitely uh, distributed some kind of mental uh, illness. You know, saying uh, not even just like on him, but like probably in his upbringing, in his household, and everything like that. Like, like it, it like sometimes, like. Can you like? Can you go deeper into? It? Sorry, pause. I mean, I, I, I don't really want to throw the guy on the bus, but you know, talking about his cousin situation, like everybody know what I'm talking about or his sister. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, uh, I think it was his cousin, right? Mac, am I wrong? Um, I'm not sure. What I'm not sure. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Where he said he had sex with his cousin or some shit oh, okay, like that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So. so that's what I'm saying. So it's like deeper rooted to like his mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like how much the, the I think that's trauma. A, I think that's a whole different subject. Not to shit on Kevin, but I think that's no, no. no. I love Kevin Gates because Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates is like if you really listen, 
Homie is raw. He's nasty with the yo. I fuck with him. He's nasty he, on the he's mic. He's real. He talks about where he comes from. He talks about losing brothers to the streets. He talks about losing. Nah, brothers. but he his wordplay is nasty. He, he's nice. Yeah, I but fuck I mean, with Kevin Gates. He, he talks about losing people he'll never be able to see again, and from and from like this this the background of it that you're not exactly able to talk about it. But at the same time, he can put it into different words and bars and be able to speak about it. And so for to have an interview sit down where he actually gets into his mental and how mm-hmm. this really affects him. But it's a uh, it's it's wonderful to see, honestly, because this is also a person who if you followed him for the last couple of years, he's he's an extreme, extremely positive person. Like even though yeah, the music sometimes for sure. is, is yeah, very for sure. dark, the messages can come from a dark place. But he's actually he. This is a person that always is growing, always doing something new. Oh, Kevin Day's doing this. He fucking taking up archery now. You know what I mean? Learning new ways of therapy, how to express himself, how to get out emotions. This nigga is going, but at the same time, we can still have this, these conversations about how did I get here? Why am I putting Kevin Gates? Kevin Gates is a um, studio out of the game. He's just not not the game, the rapper. But I mean, he's the student of a, the, the game, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you got to understand. Are you saying the art form? No, like, of, yeah, of, of, of like, just the art form, but just not even just the uh, the street aspect, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's a student of the game. Like, like you got a lot of these young brothers, you know what I'm saying? Because Kevin Gates is probably the same age as me, you know what I'm saying? Probably the same age as Ahan, you know what I'm saying? Like, but... um. He's also a student of the game. You got a lot of brothers out there who are all are our same age, you know what I'm saying? And they're not really up par to when it comes to street knowledge, having um um intellectual um knowledge to be able to go into the corporate aspect, you know what I'm saying? And just you know what I'm saying, like to navigate through certain situations, you know what I'm saying? So well, like I think Kevin Gates, he's a student of the game, and I think also that that, that really plays into the part of like Sometimes, like, you don't, like, like a lot of the OGs, when they're from our era, you know what I'm saying, they don't, they, there wasn't really that mental aspect of who to talk to, you know what I'm saying, like, who to reach out for with a therapist, like, you would just talk to your big homie. Yeah, well, most of these dudes were in, and again, the ripple effects of just mass incarceration and, and, uh, uh, economic. It was the big homie, though, right, bro? Well, that I was going to get to that, but it's economic, go ahead, go ahead. economic inequality. So you have a lot of people who are coming from broken homes, who are being raised by other individuals that they look like them or uh, are doing the same things they're doing more often than not. They're hustling. They're on the street, uh, you know, and they're becoming or pitfalling into the system. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, I think we should get to a place at least where, yeah, of course, it's it's one thing to understand where you come from. Number two, it's also like understanding like the ripple effect of trauma and trying to be yeah. able to find some solution for healing. That's, right? that's what Kevin Gates is. Let me ask you a question real quick. Um, sorry to interject. Uh, is anybody allowed to tell you that your trauma is not better or worse than theirs? Yes or no? Both of y'all. No. One at a time. Of course no? Not. Okay. All right. And what about you, Ahan? How you feel? No. I'm, everybody's trauma is different in, in how they deal. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. everybody's trauma is different in what it is. 
So the moment you try to downplay someone else's trauma, you misplace mm-hmm. the reason to speak on it. Right. Just Not just the moment to speak on it, but also the moment to be able to to empathize with somebody. You know, like uh-huh. to be able to like because when when somebody tells me like their trauma, like even though I haven't been through certain shit that this this person has been through, you know what I'm saying? Like I went through some of the worst shit in my life growing up, you know. But it's like when somebody tells me something different. It's like, I want to hear your story, even if it's the same shit, you know what I'm saying? It's your story. Like, it's different from my story, like how my shit went down, you know what I'm saying? And it could be able to have a connection with someone. I don't want to be able to downplay nobody's story or what they went through in their life, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like in general, period. Like, that yeah. shit, I, th- I, th- I think when you had that connection with somebody, you had that deep talk, is when you really get to fuck with somebody. Okay, so now that you have said that, let me ask you both this question. So do you think maybe we do have um, a toxic form of downplaying people that find growth that are that come from a place of trauma, have dealt with trauma and are dealing with trauma? So someone like Kevin Gates, Kevin Gates, more often than not, when I do see him and the reason why I guess he's been more common within our culture is because a lot of folks make fun of like some of the newer things that he's doing. Like, like, I think it was like the the most recent Kevin Gates thing I saw was him with his hair, which looked perm, getting it braided. And then somebody to the effect of was like, oh man, this nigga Kevin Gates doing the most. He's getting his hair braided, bro. You know like, what? The, the thing is, it's, it's so fucking corny, bro, because the rap is about the gangster shit it's about my life experiences things i know about right and so the but when you see this man because like i was saying earlier everything about kevin gates is pushing forward everything that he comes out with that he says is pushing forward the way he talks mm-hmm. about how you should treat your woman how you should treat your mm-hmm. lady is pushing forward how you should talk about uh, how you should everything about that he treats his woman like they think that shit is his woman yeah okay exactly that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying now about like um uh how you should hold down your homies how you should uh talk to your homies how you Mm -hmm. he talks about therapy through your friends he talks about this Mm -hmm. and so he definitely let y'all niggas know how to keep it real with the homies and keep it everything about him is pushing forward and sometimes Mm -hmm. he might may not be the most educated in the the words that he says but his message and his feelings behind them is always positive bro he's always i think for kevin gates for me as raps honestly i think it's his voice like 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 you got some rappers that could be for certain regions and everything and they have the same lingo the same uh voice tone and everything because that's what they born up right but i think with his voice um with his voice the way he uh projects his words his uh, strong accent from where he's from, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like Kevin Gates, he has a voice. Like, he's one of those um, street rappers that, that we could be able to say, like, a voice. Like, a, like a little dirt, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, like, he's a voice of a street. He like, is. Kevin he, Gates, he's, he's definitely on the par with like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, a little baby. He's been in ways that the mass media is not able to understand. There are people that do understand his language and understand his motives, understand the message behind his words. Yeah, for sure. And so that, that's just a tricky subject. Then you got the internet niggas that can downplay 
mm-hmm. can downplay those words because they don't really understand it. They don't have that type of upbringing or that type of trauma because everybody ain't been through that type of trauma. This is two, 2022 right. in America, bro. Most of us is living fucking great. <laughs> Most of That's us are living fact. fucking awesome. With a little hiccup. Compared to how the, all three of us was brought up, like I'm saying, 20 years ago, like how compared to like how it is in this decades, you know, uh, oh, in this uh, century, it's way different way it was when we was growing up in the early 2000s, even you no know, 19, um, 1990s, you know, saying 80s, whatever the case would be. It is really different. Like, I love, I love to see certain evolutions, though. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I salute Kevin Gates, man. Yeah, I just think the corny shit can be cut out, and I also oh think yeah, one thousand percent. I think uh, I'm not saying he him being corny. I'm saying more so from the people that just kind of downplay it. Um, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. One thousand percent. Yeah, folks that mm-hmm. downplay it uh, to a point to where it's like it's a joke. You just want to become viral because you want uh, attention, like. You're fucking dork. Like, go do something. Be, like, have a talent. You know That's what I'm saying? Sense, like, bro. have a fucking talent. Most of you niggas got mental health because you want to be viral for some stupid shit that you can't repeat. After you come, become viral, then what? No, oh, yeah, none, 1,000%. none of these niggas have answers. None of these I, niggas I, have I, answers. I'm glad you said that, None of these niggas have You're fucking right. answers. The whole type of bocce chef is turning the fucking grill on. This is where we at. I just came. No, you're right because it, it, if you can't, if you, if I'm you can't, if, if I say something, and then you come back at me with an intelligent, intelligent response, and I can't rebuttal your response on that one, then what was the point of me even making that statement? I don't even. Know you know, saying like, 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 if I say some shit, and I say I don't like, like, you no, know, everybody know who, whatever, who I don't fuck with in the rap industry, I could tell you my reasons why. It's a difference as, as opposed to saying like, oh, well, fuck uh, some random person or fuck Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Kevin Hart. I fuck with Kevin Hart. But I mean, just fuck Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like, why you f- say fuck Kevin Hart? It's like, uh, I don't know. It was it was trendy right there. You got to be consistent with your argument. Why is the reason that you don't? Nah, you got to be consistent with your argument. You got to be like, why you don't fuck with this nigga? Uh yeah um there also that <laughs> but uh <laughs> I I don't know dog uh I'm just gonna play some Bob Marlin just get the fuck up out of here on yeah, this one cause yeah, play me some Bob man Jesus Wahawks all right uh let's play some Three Little Birds man you know what I'm saying but bring the vibe back up. I'm, I'm like coming back in and outer space. Hotel and Bocce Chef showed up, but the alien's still here with him. Yo, CDB gang, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's bring this energy. It's going to be cool. Heal, heal, heal your soul. <laughs> Hey, 
know what I'm saying? Just a little flavor in your ear. Get it back together. Get the vibes right. Uh, obviously, we're going to have some more shit for Chris to say because he really probably looked at this complex list. You know what I'm saying? And was like, nah, fuck that. It was right. a couple of names that I had to disagree on that one. Because, yeah. like, I was like, wait, hold on. Y'all got to relax. I figured. You got to relax. I figured. Let's get okay, into the list. So, I only got one that I'm mad about. What Obviously. is it? Wait, and, and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And hold on one second. Mac, for the people, or for us, you can hear this later on in the DM. What year was you born in? Like, what era? You was born in the 80s, the 90s, or the 2000s? Yo, I've been dope since 1992, baby. All right, 92. All right, so now so now we're going to be able to um to, 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 to look at the list from 92 from him also, you know what I'm saying? Being that me and you, Ahon, we was born in the 80s, you know? Not necessarily. So, well, the reason why is because Mac probably had his parents having him listen to... The research, know? yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. Mac, how old are you? Yeah. I'm, oh shit! Oh my god! Oh, I'm 29. Like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm. I, look, bro, I never celebrate my birthdays growing up, so I, I always forget how old I am. Wow! No, but real shit. I, honestly, I really don't care about the Man. 70s. Who was the best rapper in '85? Bro, I really don't care. It's, I, I don't give a shit. I think, I think, I think the '80s is really where it's pivotal. When it comes to like lyricism and everything, but let's go ahead and get into that list, Ahon. Um, you got it. You got to pull it up. Let me pull it up. Yeah, go ahead and pull it up, man. What's the what's your what's your critiques? I listen, man. That's the cool thing about this is that they actually did research. It wasn't from one perspective. It was a lot of different people that helped contribute to this. Um, mm-hmm. And if and and I feel like this is old in some way, shape, or form. I could have sworn I had seen this before uh, or come across it on Twitter, which I again came across it on Twitter and then came across it again on Facebook. When I seen it, it was like maybe like um, 15 hours ago. So I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like it was very recent. This list right here that I'm looking at. Go ahead. What do you see? But, but, but we're talking about, so obviously this is past the 15 hours. It's like, you know, for all you guys listening to it, it's gonna be on Monday, of course, when we drop. So yeah, so um, the list when I saw it, it was a uh, prior to that point. And um, hold on, I know for sure, 1979 was a uh, Grandmaster Cast, which um, there we go. All right, I got it. Which I think a lot of people can't even dispute that at that point because of hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And it was coming out the way it was coming out. Like it was fresh, it was new for the world. He was probably one of the biggest names, you know, at that point. You know, so um Grandmaster cool Cast was nineteen. The cool thing, and I gotta give I gotta give them like uh cause they, they do drop a lot of information in history. They they drop like credentials that at least allows to have that person that was there or what impact it had uh, during that year. They have honorable mentions too, which I think is super dope because it at least allows for other individuals, which I've heard people comment on this, um, but I haven't really heard the, the depth in which the the list is actually covered because, you know, a lot of times you'll have lists and people just drop some shit and you'll be like, who the fuck told you to make this list? Mm-hmm. Right? 
Uh, not for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, because it's like sometimes it's like when you look at some of the lists for the years and everything like that, it's like, yo, how do you figure that this is the best rapper? And, and I understand like sometimes um, I think the, the global stardom or star power of that certain MC during that year, it gives them that aspect to be the greatest MC for that time, that year or whatever the case it be. But it's like sometimes when you really think about it, there was harder projects that was more uh, revered as the people's on the streets as opposed to one that was the biggest um, album that just sold, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the fuck you say in your lyrics, man. Like, if you look in 10 years from now, they're going to look at the top five, top three that dropped that fucking year, and then they're going to decide based off popularity. That's how the fuck it's going to go. It doesn't matter if you had the most technical fucking bars. The like best mm-hmm. rapper does not yeah. mean who had the craziest bars. That's just not what it is. Sorry. I think, I think no, no, I think, I think that that's the opposite of it, though, um, um, Mac, because at the end of the day, the best rapper, the one who has the most um, bars, and not even just bars, but metaphors and the way and double entendres and their bars and everything, that really um, solidifies the artist like that. Because let's be honest with you, Black Thought, no one could dispute his, his title in the world, you know what I'm saying? But like, it, when it comes to like, like outside of being mentioned with the roots, Black thought, you know, saying like, uh, for the world is nothing. The the global aspect is nothing, you know. But but when you mention Black thought as being the like, um, uh, for for all the urban hip hop heads and everything like that, we know he's one of the coldest MCs out there ever to touch the mic, you know, what I'm saying. But right? you would so, never be considered. But his name, Black Thor. That's what I'm saying. What? This been t- what? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't look black thought can have all the fucking bars you want in the world. Like, like most deaf could have been could have got a fucking year off this list. It does not matter about how integral your fucking bars I think that- were, the level of your stardom and how you affected the people at the radio spins. Where this was played, that's what matters, and who's the best Impact, rapper. Move, move and I think I, that's where you're wrong because at the end of the day, they was if most stuff could not have been uh, on that list. Uh, if anything, he had to be on the list as an honorable mention of the album that he dropped. Because remember, most Def only dropped one album for a long time until he like maybe like like eight, nine, ten years almost before he dropped the second album. He, right. But he was so revered because of that one album, you feel me? So it's like some of those, like even Biggie. Biggie, he has two albums. He's still revered one of the greatest MCs of all time, you know what I'm saying? So that album, that one legacy sometime. You, you kind of just made my point bringing up Biggie. Biggie had an album and a half, not even two, an album and a half of rapping. The other shit was created by his team. Like, it's about the stardom of the name. It's about who you're impacting, where this is played, how far this is traveling across the world. So, mm-hmm. rapper yeah, is not, I mean, this, isn't right. lyric, so, this isn't a lyricist battle. Yeah, bro. It, it, if you're looking, you then you also look at, like, honorable mentions where in, fuck, what is this? 87, which it was Rockham, and everybody understood exactly who the fuck that was. Uh, then you have honorable mentions as KRS One, LL Cool J, Cool Moji. Not and that's eighty-seven. You said eighty-seven. So yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, really, what it boils down to is like, it, Rock him. Are are there people saying that 
he could have been selling records at that point in time. Yes, he was. He was killing the game. But he also – the Fool already came out. out. Right. And you also have to look at the impact that has. So a lot of these individuals are impactful. Um, are there any things or notes on these lists that you have issue with? Look, I think this is a really well together put list. The thing, the thing that saves them because mm. there's a bunch of years where I'm like, nah, that's wrong. But the thing that saves them is on this complex list again for the listeners. Every year they have t- three names that are honorable mentions. That's what saves yeah. them. Yeah, I'm looking, but not at- in every and not in every year though. Some years they just have it. Boom, that's just a, that one person for that year. Okay, I'm look. I'm looking at 2004, right? With uh, yeah, when it, yeah, some years they have yeah breaking it down. Yeah, with, go ahead, bro. Ti was the best rapper of the year, and I can look back. And so going back to your point, we can talk about bars. I can say Cameron killed Ti, Game killed Ti, and Fifty Cent killed Ti. But those are all honorable mentions for 2004. But T.I. had the hottest motherfucking records and probably had the most widespread impact. When did when did when did um fucking uh the the stomp song come out? Stomp. Where 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 stomp? Where Luda killed T.I. Okay, this all right. Two thousand four is when trap music came out. Uh, he had the goodies uh verse out, and no, no, that was stomp when he fucking destroyed Lil Flip. That was stomp. No, but, no, it was ludicrous. No, no, nigga, Luda had fucking um killed that nigga. What are you talking about? They all when killed stomp record. It, it was the same record. The same record. On Ti, right? It was Luda. It was Luda Ti and um fucking Young Buck. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If it's my choice, it's game. Cause West Side Story came out, bro. Like how we do came out. All right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It, that's my opinion. But yeah, if okay. I'm talking about the global aspect of everything, I mean, T.I. got it. I ain't mad at it. But I'm glad they put on the honorable mentions. I'm glad they yeah. put out that. Because yeah. just having one name on it, oh, it gets it gets tricky. Man, they got Chance the Rapper on this bitch, and I almost flipped my motherfucking desk. Yeah, That's the most really disrespectful one. one. That's what, 2009? I don't care what the fuck it was, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, how Chance is he rapper? ever on the fucking list anyway? Especially 2009. 2009, it was a lot of growth for a lot of like that was when uh you have artists like fucking no, no, Wiz Khalifa no, coming out bro, I, I was still in high bro, school in 2009 hell no what, what, what year like was that then it had to be 11 12 let me i'm, I'm going through the list right all right now. so oh i'm sorry two years off my bad Nigga, either way though no, you had no, you had artists like 16 is when chance do you have it pulled up chance the rapper 2016 2016 yeah. are you fucking what Oh, okay, nah. okay, all right. So this is what up. This all right. This is where we get into it. Chance the rapper was his name was bigger than any artist out. Bigger than Drake. Bigger than Kendrick. Bigger than Future. In 2016. Yes, it was because if you look back on it, I remember this now. He he got back into his little Christian faith. He was dropping good wholesome bars. He was he was very accessible to the white community to fucking Ellen DeGeneres all this type of shit. This is the name that had to my, be like last four years. I don't think that was like a this 2016. Is 2016. This is what uh, seven years ago. Oh, what's 2016? 
But yeah, yeah, uh, it's about uh, six but, years, six years ago. Yeah, you remember when it, niggas put had their Mount Mount Rushmore and it was like Kendrick Drake. And yeah, I remember when they had that shit. I never understood the chance being even mentioning that because that's the because that's the reason why I always felt so um bad about Wale disrespect. You know, saying like if you wanted to have Kendrick Drake, you got J Cole. You know, saying like out of those three right there, out of those three right there. Let's just hold on, hold on one second, hold on one second. You got those three right. You got Kendrick Drake and uh, um Kendrick Drake. Well, just and uh. He not bro. Wally does not belong in that conversation. I am no uh, J Cole, J Cole, J Cole, J Cole, J Cole. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. What J Cole? Uh, yeah. So if you got Kendrick Drake and um, J Cole, you know what I'm saying? That's the top three, right? I always felt like Wally should be number four. Uh, personal why, favorite. Why, that's the music. Why, Wally. Where, where is Wally in this list? Oh, is Wally in this list? Bro, no generation, that generation right there, my nigga, no I always feel like Hang on. Yeah, that's oh, why yeah. I comes what, what it, it what? should be Kendrick, Drake, hey, J. Cole, sir, and Wale. Sir, order order in the court. Fuck Big Sean, order. fuck all that order, bullshit. Like order. from that era. What? Yo. From that era. What are you talking about? What? Yo. what I'm trying to bro. What does it I, have I, to do with the list, my nigga? Wale is nowhere. To be found that I have seen. Bro, he couldn't buy this. He couldn't buy his way into this at <laughs> all. Wale should be on that list. My nigga, nobody's talking about Wale on the greatest rapper of all time per year list. Oh no, 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 no. Oh yeah, yeah. sorry, I, I got um topic and everything. I was just talking about the on the last decade. He should be mentioned as one of the greats. Like he didn't have the greatest of that year, but he should be mentioned as one of the greats in the last decade. Oh man! All right, boy. Y'all, no. Wallet, Wallet is nasty on the mic. Y'all, y'all gotta show some respect. He is, nigga. Yo, it, we have this, got to in the last decade. Stop. No, we bro. have got to stop this shit, bro. Yo, Look, you gotta get is, the fuck out of here with this shit. We about can Wale. love an artist. Wallet sit anywhere close to J Cole, Drake, Travis Scott. Because that's what I'm looking at right now when I look at yeah, we talk, uh, 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 when I look at honorable mentions for 2018. Pusher T is greatest rapper during now. Do you think that Wale can do something that Pusher T can do? Nothing. Not a he damn make thing. A girl record. Wait, what? Record. Can't. Bro, but hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Wale can't do what Pusha T do. What? What can he do? Uh -huh. What can uh -huh. he do? What can he do? Please tell me. Wale has way bigger records than Pusha. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. What can he do? Anywhere on the close, mic. Anywhere close. On the mic. No, we. No, 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 hold on. On the mic, right? We talking just bar for bar, lyric for lyric, right? Right. I'm oh. I'm talking about what Pusher T can do. When Pusher T makes a song, can Wale do something like that? It is it, all right now. Like I said, it also goes on as big of hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. How you ask your question? Yes question. No. Can Wale? Do, do on a hold on, hold on, hold on. first of all, like I said, do. yes, Wale can do what Pusha T does on a song. What Wale can talk some street shit because he been from DC, he been from the streets too. Like, but also, once again, 
can Pusha T do what Wale do? I don't think so. Not at all. Pusha T has had plenty. Of ch- now right, listen, look, listen, that, listen, listen, bro, listen, listen, and that's so different. That's so different aspects of rap. All right, you're going into Wale is conscience. He can make uh lady on um, records for the ladies. Like, what are you talking about? He you're can do some preference. street shit. You're going to preference. When when has Wale he has ever, he has can Wale uh, can push Wale, Wale, Wale do hey, anything that Pusha T do? Hey, when, when has Drake, Wale when ever Drake moved ever, the needle? Or when has Drake ever talked about like Pusha Wale? When has Drake ever talked about Wale? Nobody's talking about Pusha T. What do you mean? What do you mean? Nobody took on Pusha T either, my nigga. Like, let's be real. Like, anybody talking about? Pusha T is a top. No, no, no. Fuck that. Pusha T is a I'm saying y'all bugging because y'all know I'll fuck with Pusha. Because let me, let me. Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Because y'all know I'll fuck with Pusha. So let me not get disrespectful. All I'm saying is that niggas is not really saying, like, Pusha T, Pusha T, this, right? Like, where's Pusha T back and everything like that? Drake literally was talking about this nigga's wife. What are you talking about, dog? Bro, this is just recently, though. This is recently, though, my nigga. Like, Wale, Wale be full street. I'm sorry, my nigga. Wale over Pusher. Wale over Pusher. I'm sorry. Nigga, that's your preference. That nigga has nothing to do with this fucking... Now, if you want to hit me with Pusher and another street nigga, I could push her probably beat him. But Wale over Pusher, though. It don't matter. can't do what Wale do. Niggas oh are weird, that's, bro. You asked yourself the wrong question. Pusha cannot do what Wale does, and, and he don't want, and he don't want to reform, and he don't want to reform to it either. Okay, like, all right, let's break he doesn't want to switch his, he doesn't want to switch his styles up and everything like that to do something down. else. Commercial ability, damn, on a rapping I, ability. Pusha T washes Wale. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Okay. No. Oh, bro. Pusha T right, damn near right, washed bro. out Drake, sir. And you, and literally the only time that Wale has reached the levels that you're talking about is on features. Wale only. All right, you got us. Only can reaches those levels when he is on when he has a feature. That is the only time he makes a girl record that can play in the club, and he has a feature. That's the only time. Name mm-hmm. another song. Mm-hmm. Those songs can reach those type of uh, levels, but they're still never ever going to sniff no goddamn best rapper of the year. I am sorry, and I love that nigga. More about nothing was my shit. Download that bitch off of that piff. Shout out to that piff. I still fuck with you, my boy. But look, nigga, album about nothing was was that shit. Both of them. Oh, yeah, of course. The gift, the gifted. It was good. Ambition. Straight. And he had like, like y'all, y'all bucket, like y'all better stop talking about Wale. Like, he not like he not that nigga, my nigga. Like what? Talking, I, I don't give a fuck about Wale right now. All four of albums, my nigga, back to back to back to back. And he had platinum records on each one. In 2021, Tyler the Creator was. They saying that he's the best rapper. Tyler Creator. That's over Cole. And that's crazy too. How the fuck are y'all even figure that? What did he drop? Uh, that uh, bro, and what year was this? We're talking about 2000, 2021. Call me if you get lost, and that's that's, that's, that's bullshit. Album. Uh, it, it that was shit was not better than, but no. Ain't no way, ain't no way in hell is better than um, than the fault of J. Cole. Shit. Hell no, yeah, the off season. I said the fall, uh, the off season. We still wait on the fall hey. off. Come hey. on, Cole. You know, you want me to tell you why 
Do you want me to tell you why? Because um, if I'm not mistaken, Igor was dropped, and then it was uh, Grammy-nominated and won a Grammy. Guess so, it did. For best rap album, which really wasn't rap album because it was wasn't like, rap it, album. It wasn't it was rap expensive. Album it was no, it didn't. No, it didn't. It was. It was. Was it right? Yeah, yeah, because Eagle won 2020 and then 2021, um, the next year was Nas, yeah. But he's last year, right? No, 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 and I agree with you, eh, huh? It, it should not have won that year for best rap album. That was bullshit. They just had to hand him something. Let, let's 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 something get into out. another one that y'all gonna be mad at. Um, the baby. I've never thought that his bars was top 10 of anything. The, the baby in 2019, they got him as a top rapper of all time. Now, I can agree with them on exposure. I can agree yeah. with them on where you see him at. But mm-hmm. when in hell the baby's bars is rapping like that. <laughs> I think what they I think what they more or less based this list on who was the face of that year for hip hop. And the baby, especially if you just saying off of 2019, the baby was the face of hip hop at that time. Like he was one of the biggest artists, you know, saying at that time. So uh they was like, Yeah, let's just say he was the best one because he was the one that was representing, like even now to some of the greatest MCs who were better in those years that I was arguing over, the ones that was stood out for that year, you know what I'm saying, was the ones that just was the face of the culture. I think the face of the culture shifts every year sometimes, depending on how consistent you could be. And then sometimes it's it's even on teams. So this is why I think it's important we read. Um, Because if you actually go deeper into it, right, because we're sitting here kind of guesstimating without actually looking at it. So as you go into it, we're talking about the baby dropped a project, which would have been 2019's Rap Rookie of the Year album. But he wanted more. Mm-hmm. So you have heavyweights like Drake, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, all in what? Goat status for this era in regards yeah. to hip hop. So mm-hmm. what happened or what did they do? They decided for, to have him become the go to rapper for guest features. What does that yeah. make him? Most important individual that- in hip hop in that year, right? Yeah. 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 It makes it, it makes him also exposure. Yeah, I, I was gonna say also it makes him like uh, the OGs, like like you know sometimes the OGs they would try to come out these other young artists and they trying to come up and everything like that. But because they embraced him because they started doing records with him and everything like that, I think this was more or less like the the OGs welcome him into like yeah you here now young king. That's another thing that's different. Like some some of these artists they're more connected than they was back in the day. Like. Or- they also are just trying to keep warm because maybe they haven't caught fire in a while. So if I stay close to a heat source, then I can well, stay facts. warm. But what if what if what if what if you're what if you're scorching? The people the people that are having these discussions about who's the best in hip hop don't control who is the hottest in hip hop. Because keep in mind we got Instagram, we have Twitter. This is where people are spreading their message, being exposed, pictures, videos. This is where we're seeing all of our rappers. So, yes, based off of how we feel about the genre from being from growing up in a different era, these rappers might have been cooking a whole lot more and might even have better numbers. But who is controlling the landscape of it 
in that year, it definitely was the baby, bro. You cannot right. escape mm-hmm. a fucking headline without this man. You know what's crazy, though? So here's what I was going to say, too, because one of your favorite artists, which I don't even know if I could always consider him a rapper, is Young Thug. Young Thug comes up multiple times in honorable mentions, mm. especially in the latter part of this, right? So, yeah. in the same sense, when you have somebody like Young Thug who can genre bend or even little Uzi, different people like this, right? Who can genre bend a bit, but still be somewhat categorized. So then doesn't that give the same- I mean, even down to some of the rappers though. Hang on, doesn't that give the same credence to Tyler? You know what? Tyler's a different, Tyler's different in this this discussion because he kind of uh, filters more to pop and rock. No, no. He feel, he feel, I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna let you get your get your deep shit off real quick. But I'm gonna tell you this one simple thing real quick. And this is one of the problems that I have with Drake. All right. Do not put that album in the best rap album category if you had that same artist singing and doing all his extra antics on it. If I want to hear the best hip hop album, I don't want to. Like you could have you could have people singing in your tracks and everything like that, but you doing multiple songs, you singing the, the song, singing the hook and everything, that's not you being an MC to me. So Yo, that is my difference when it comes that's to that. So what? weird coming from you as a young thug fan, bro. What no, no, and that's what I said. I said I would never put it, the only reason why I would put it in is if you're really rapping in the album, but don't come at me with the best rap album of the year. You know it's that. not in the top five of that year. Have you listened to that? Because when I, jo- I, I jo- if you listen to my um uh, my um my IG live, if you go there and see it, I said it too. It was in my top ten favorite albums of the year, but it was not the best. I mean, not out of top ten. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't in my um the best ones. It wasn't so, in my top five. So, did you listen to any Tyler albums at all? Yes, Tyler. Um, I think uh, if you call me, what's it called? Um. The ego was fired. The, uh, the don't call me. Home. Yeah, call me if you get home. Here you go. The um, the one that came out last year. All right. Yeah, that one. Yeah, and it was my number four. That was in my number four slot, if I'm not mistaken. John Rebenders. So, I just think that this is interesting, and really, overall, we got into that's the okay. album though. You can't. We, it, it's not John Rebenders, bro. When was, I mean, especially as if, if like, like if you want to present me with an album that you like, oh, Igor, that was not a hip, straight hip hop album. Right. Last year album, you could say it was more but, of a hip hop album, but right? Was was there hip hop in it? Trap. Was there hip hop in it? Which one? Igor. Not really. Hmm. But when you say not really, so that's not like a full no. So no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't really a hip hop album. It had it, it had the bass, the percussions, it had the beats. You know, what I'm saying like um the flow and everything that he rapped. He rapped. Man, I'm saying he didn't rap. This nigga is out here caping. You I'm not caping. <laughs> I don't fuck with Tyler like that, but I did. You know, what I'm saying like I, I fuck with Tyler here just, and there. I'm just being a dickhead. All I'm saying is. Uh, one of my favorite MCs that doesn't get appreciated enough. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna play a little bit of this, man. Let's go ahead and just do this right here, cause you know, uh, the nigga was killing it. LL Cool J is 
hot as hell. Battle anybody, I don't care. You down. I excel. They all fail. Gonna sell double L. Let's go. Episode 43 the City B. You know what I'm saying? Gotta be that bad for this Niggas forget he was the greatest rapper alive at one point. Yo. It was never at all. Homie, no, homie no, had no, no. Consensus, maybe, maybe in the 80s. Maybe in the 80s. Consensus before Tupac was, he was the greatest rapper of all time. Boy, he was killing it. Nah, he wasn't. No, no, I, I don't care what you think. I don't care what I think. The consensus is before Pac. I don't give a fuck what them niggas think. Now just say that. <laughs> I'm saying what the consensus is, what the landscape was. Hey, ain't was nah, but he was definitely up there though. That was nasty. He was the king. And he was the first nigga to get his master, so. Got shots to that man doing that thing. You know what I mean? Uh, if this ain't a block party anthem, I don't know what is. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to bring that back real quick. Uh, let's see. There's a couple other things before we get up out of here. Um, ooh, let's talk about some NFT stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it looks like Serena Williams is becoming an investor in some NFTs. Give me a moment. I'm so excited. I like talking about money and things and such. Especially when folks in our community are becoming more financial, uh, yeah. uh, well, Yo, for listeners, get ready, bro. Get ready. Who? We we making a group. We are gonna put our money together. We are gonna buy all this fucking crypto, and we gonna, hey. we gonna be rich all together. Let's go. So let's go. Crowdfunding. Soon. Let's get it. Let's get some of this tail coin. You know what I'm saying? Pandas. Oh yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. You said tail coin. Is that a new one? I haven't uh, heard that one. Yep. Yeah, tail coin. Oh shit! Let me get on my. I thought you was doing the capo. Yeah, is that is that that Coinbase? I gotta get on that shit. No, but I'll help you get it. (laughs) No, I had to go to a different exchange. Was it sushi? Yeah, I think it was sushi. Anyways, um, we have uh, Coach Patrick. uh, Ooh, uh, Mara Tugla. I apologize for eviscerating your name. I sincerely apologize. Uh, reacts after Serena Williams becomes a board advisor for 4.3 billion worth blockchain-based soccer game. Um, this is kind of interesting. So, winner of the 23-time Grand Slam champion. Uh, well, she's Grand Slam champion 23 times over. Uh, and one of the greatest female tennis players of all time. We know this. Y'all got to tell us about our queen, uh, a fantasy soccer game as a board advisor uh, for former world number one, wants to make a change in women's sports. And that's why she took uh, this step. Uh, so rare is a blockchain firm with about 4.3 billion valuation. Um, let's see. Ew. Right. Uh, wants to help. A lot of money. So the American mm-hmm. wants to help uh, many women's sports financially, including tennis. After seeing this, her coach, her coach, uh, responded on Twitter with great pride. 
Um, let's see if I can find his. So do I got to get a sex chain to get into this or this is all women? Nigga. <laughs> all original <laughs> women. <laughs> oh, I hate no it dick here. I'm out. Oh, <laughs> um, God, the man alive where the mushroom's not here long enough. Anyways, oh, uh, <laughs> when we think of Web3, uh, and we think of crypto, that's going to be the biggest space for the next several years in terms of growth, uh, Serena yeah. said uh, about joining SoRare, um, which if I'm not mistaken, I think SoRare is just a, a firm or a um, trading platform, which is uh, used in other countries other than the U.S., just because they don't fuck with us like that. And everybody else uses other formats of currency. So um, her coach, uh, Serena, is used um, used to making headlines for tennis and is now also making headlines for business, a new trend that will only grow in the future. Um, and then Forbes.com uh, or Forbes Crypto, uh, which is on Twitter, they he it was in a subtweet of his. Serena joined SoRare yeah. to help the four point uh, three billion blockchain firm conquer U.S. sports women's leagues. Uh, Web three and crypto will be the biggest space. Several years, uh, we already read that. Um, Web three is going to be, I believe, a new way of utilizing uh, the world wide web. So um that we i, I want to make sure that we do justice we have somebody that is very knowledgeable within the space to explain web3 explain cryptos explain nfts uh and there's more news in nfts especially with athletes and more importantly black athletes within the space in the sport so we also mm -hmm. have an article after mm -hmm. that right and uh big ups to the queen serena you know what i'm saying it looks like uh, Michael Jordan and Allen Iverson are among um, a group that will be investors in 46 million funding uh, round for NFT marketplace Metaplex. Um, so let's that was see. a bunch 40, of words. I know. 46. <laughs> all right. In yeah, short, fuck that they, shit. They, they, <laughs> all right. Because I know niggas don't like big words or. Uh, long diatribes. Michael Jordan, yeah, Alan just... Iverson, dumping their money into some shit that they can get more bread with. Which means niggas follow suit. <laughs> put, put $20 in after your paycheck, bro. Yeah, my nigga. You can just cash out with your boy. We could flip that, turn that into some big I, I was literally. Crypto. I did. I did. I did. Whenever you see it. I literally talked to my boy, uh, shout out to Turtle, another black father out here doing that shit, real nigga stand up. Um, and I was talking to him, I was like, bro, you gotta start buying some crypto and shit. He, cause he like trying to, he be telling me about the crypto. He's like, bro, I need, I, I need hundreds of dollars to put in this. I'm like, yo, bro, you Not gotta really. start now, bro. Bro, all you gotta start do is just put in whatever now. is expensive. Like, it, you, you can be willing to get rid of it, right? You like, spend it on something stupid. That you, in the blink of an eye, yeah. Gone, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so, I, I, bro, I was telling them literally, my nigga. I was like, bro, yo, this fifteen dollars because we was at Chuck E. Cheese, bro, and they was charging it's, fucking it's, it's five dollars. Throwaway money. They they charge five dollars for a medium sized cup. I'm not fucking lying. I ought to go burn, burn that shit down to the ground allegedly. But I was like, yo, that five dollars for that bullshit cup, nigga, just. 
put that into the crypto, nigga. Like every time you got a little bit of change on the extra, because this is going to be currency. Mm. This is going to be currency. We're not just going to live on earth no more, bro. We're going to be living online. Every fucking dollar counts. You got yeah. the extra, bro. Dump that shit in there. It don't fucking matter. You got to start somewhere. You might not have 500 pre- to jump into it. That's okay. You want dumb They've zero? been preparing us for the last 10 years, bro. Honestly. You want dumb zero? Or for the last dumb, 10 dumb years, $10, maybe 15 $5, years, $50. The, the, the internet has been taking over. And is, we're seeing it more and more now that we're also all older of age. You know what I'm saying? So now we're getting to see the, the metaverse actually take over. And we're getting to understand it to a way that some of these people, they don't understand. They think that the physical dollar. Like you got a lot of people out there who don't even have a bank account. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, they, they, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they still, they still believe in the check cashing places and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you got a lot of people out there who don't believe in that. Uh, having the digital uh currency, whether it being in your your bank account, when you could be able to see your funds you transfer over, like from this account to that account, my savings and my check-ins, blah blah. blah. Like they don't understand that that aspect of this world, you know. All right, that's that's. I think that's on us though. Super simple, super simple. When you put money in the bank and then you use a credit card, what do you think that is? A fake digital money, transaction. <laughs> it's no. all fake money. Like not, not necessarily is- you, Chris, but I'm just saying if anybody has qualms or questions about investing in stocks, it's basically a, a promise that you have a value somewhere in the ethos of the universe Right, because mm-hmm. digital currency, uh, a bank account, like a bank is really telling you, a, a bank can't go. Like, if you wanted to go take all of your money out of a bank, and let's say no. you've got a hundred million, or excuse me, a hundred thousand dollars, you can't. You can't yeah, of course, you can't not. take that money because guess what? We know that. They don't. Yeah. They don't have that much. Have that money? They yeah, They don't have that money in that bank. Bro, you I, cannot I go into America. You can, there's nowhere in America that you can go to a specific bank and say, "I want to withdraw 100 million dollars," and they have that cash on hand. It's impossible. I was and telling, I was telling that's somebody a fact. my job this, my day job, my, my um, on the plantation, and I was like, "Yo, the only difference between cryptocurrency and the U.S. dollar is there's an army behind the U.S. dollar. It's mm-hmm. all faith. It's all going up. It's all going down." You just got to trust and do your research and fucking put money into where the future is going. And that's also not saying that also, too. Like, if they rob a bank, that ain't all that they got. But that's not that they ain't got more than that in the vault. That's what I'm saying. They they may have it in the check cash and drawers and everything like that. But they ain't got more than a certain amount in the, the, the vault. For you to be able to rob an outrageous amount of money, you know. The what point saying? is, like, there's no fucking difference, bro. Get yeah. into this crypto. Like Definitely even if you fuck crypto. up, even if you fuck up throwing money at it, you're going to learn. If you pay attention, you're going to fucking learn and know what to do. Yo, and there's mm-hmm. there's free info. Like yo, listen. All right, here, niggas, hear me clear, <laughs> loud, loud and clear. And this Hotep Abachi chef has now reappeared because it seems like some of you goof niggas, like somebody's got to like literally put you in water for you to drink it. And they got to dunk your head in it so that you understand. Oh, my God, my head's wet. There's water. I guess I can drink this. Yeah, I like that. Telling you there's water that's there, but you are literally start uh, like thirst, thirsty. And you're looking for a water source. You're looking for a way that you're no longer thirsty. You can find nourishment. 
How can you do that? Maybe it's something that you normally aren't doing. Probably by going to your 40-hour-a-week job, give or mm-hmm. take, because you might be working more than that. Because yeah. there may be less people working, so they're going to ask you to do some overtime. But you think in that amount of time that you spend at work, working a job, trading time for dollars that they say is worth this value, your time is worth this amount of dollars to them. Then you can go home and enjoy yourself, kind of, right? But do you get enough time to enjoy? And then you're supposed to get eight hours of sleep and then go back and do it all over again. Why not if you're unhappy in that format of life? Because most of the people I talk to and know, meaning 100% of them, all fucking hate it. But all we're saying is there's another way. It can't be going and punching in at seven and clocking out at five, and it just it's just over with, bro. There's another way. And then you yeah, you gotta have another hustle. So then you stop making. You gotta money have another that. hustle. So you stop making money after that. Then then what? Then if you need more money, or if you run out of money, what do you do? You think you can go? You have to. You have to be able to think for it though, like because even with the money you make, what are you doing with that money you make? Yeah, is the money working for you when you have it put up in a bank? How do you work for the money? And then if you're only getting 2% return on what you... That's a good one. That's a good one. Is the money working for you when you work for the money? So if you have it it in like a savings account and you're getting 2%, what do you think that the bank is getting? So now... I'm I'm going to explain and break down blockchain technology to people that maybe blockchain. don't understand it because then you have a multitude <laughs> of banks, right? Or a network of banks. So if I need to send and I bank with uh, Bank of America, uh, which I don't, but if I did and I need to send it from one part of the country to the other, then it's got to get to someone. Then it's got to be transacted in some way. Am I sending it as a gift to where... It's non-taxable or is it a payment in some way, shape or form that is taxable? What is it for? Mm -hmm. How are they going to use it? Does that require fees? Does that require transfer fees? So blockchain is decentralizing banks because if you bank at Chase and uh, Mac banks at, you know, uh, you know, fifth third, and then I bank somewhere else, but we're sitting here moving money. Then each time it goes to a different bank, right? Like think about an ATM. You get charged mm-hmm. what? A fee if that's not your bank. Yeah. So, like, yo, it's funny you said that though, bro. I remember when I moved, quick, quick story. I remember when I moved out here to Colorado, the bank I was using was TD Bank in New York, right? When I came out here to Colorado, there was no TD banks. And I was like, wait, hold on. I got to switch banks. No, I love TD. <laughs> so I said, like, there was no TD, like, certain banks, supermarkets, or everything changes from each coast. So, yeah, when I came out of the West Side, it was like, right. yeah. But the thing about banks. it is, if you move somewhere or if you go to a different part of the country and you have to get a different bank because you can retain that same bank account. Like, you see what I'm saying? And then if you try to no, move. And, all- and, and, and if you try to move all your money from your old bank account to then you're on a different state, mm-hmm. different place that doesn't mm-hmm. have that banking, you've mm-hmm. got to move that money over. That's going to require some costs. 
to go from one yeah exactly yeah to another i know yeah because that's what i'm saying yeah you can't you can't retain the same bank account and i did switch it over at that time to my son and everything like that but i was like you know what you just switch over to this bank account because the car got um lost and I, whatever well, the car for the old bank account that I had given him since I was transferring money, you know, saying and be able to install to that account for him. Right. So, um, in essence, you can move your money around a lot easier, a lot quicker. It takes less time. You know how they say it takes for you two to three business days to get money transferred to one account to a different one or for you to get paid mm-hmm. or for it to officially show up in your account. Even though they technically say that you have that money, that money is not actually there. It takes time for it to move. So as you spend yeah. it, does it actually make itself more? Not necessarily. Mm. So I digress. That's a quick one-on-one of somewhat of blockchain information. Uh, th- please be sure to join us on the next episode of the CDB Financial uh, Corner with uh, the niggas uh, with the wild. You know what I'm saying? So, let's see. Did we finish anything? I think there was a little bit more in the Michael Jordan stuff. NBA legends among roughly 100 investors participating in a just completed $46 million uh, funding round um, for Metaplex. So it sounds like there was just money that just got dumped into that. Um, th- maybe they were buying their tokens or the, something related to that, uh, bo- 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 bo, or to at least give it that valuation or market value. Um, let's see. The company reportedly allows users to build their own Solona-based non-fungible token, NFT, mm-hmm. uh, mark- marketplaces. Um, so there's more in that. So they get to build their own marketplaces. Mm, interesting. According to the markets, uh, insider, the fundraising was led by Multicoin capital and jump crypto along with Salona ventures, uh, Alameda research and Anoka brands. I'm not, I'm, I'm familiar with some of these brands. Um, but it, as I said before, I think a lot of them are doing a lot of their business exchanges um, in any country that's not the U.S. So mm-hmm. uh, funding will enable the firm to widen its expansion into the gaming and metaverse space this year. It also will supply grants to back underrepresented communities per mm-hmm. Metaplex. Um, the company reported its protocol has been used to create over 85,000 uh, 85, projects and 1.5, or excuse me, 5.7 million NFTs since its launch last June. Metaplex reveals its supporters include musicians, athletes, designers, influencers, actors, models, and chefs, among others interested in the NFT platform. We believe the metaverse will open uh, censorship-resistant uh, and global, globally accessible. So um, that's kind of dope. Uh, I'm not going to read anymore because yeah. I'm fried uh, as the Dickens, as they say. And we have run long in the motherfucking tooth. You know what time it is, fellas. Let's wrap it up. Let's <laughs> run the triangle offense. So we can get up out of here. Chief Chris, tell him what it is. Yo, you already know, Chief Chris. Oh, that's it? That's it, yeah. (laughs) Let's get out of here. (laughs)
Oh shit! Well, look, man, hey, I got yo. a little bit more. I got a little bit more. It's Lord Mac, Mac and I have Mac with the get, Mac with the strap. Turn your back, you will get clapped. I am the Mac Daddyest Father of the Year. I'm the snow being the vest, like always. I am the West Coast Warlord. Stop playing with me. I will. Fu- ne- never mind. Allegedly, okay. I won't do anything. Okay, well, you know <laughs> this thing rolling. It's Chief Chris, baby. You know what I'm saying. The West Coast Warlord. Uh, I'm all out y'all niggas next time. Y'all already know though. <laughs> Right, and you know what? Before we get out of here, man, we wasn't uh, able to bring in um, wasn't br- able to bring in our brother, our originate or one of the originators of the CDB. Uh, shout out to O. We will catch you next time, man. I know you're busy sucking. Di- I mean, um, doing work and all that stuff. <laughs> 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 catch up with me. Catch up with Yo, me. you gotta relax, my nigga. You gotta, Yo, relax. You gotta chill. Bro, always out, my brother. B. Always my brother, man. You gotta chill nah, out, B. Nah, that's uh, one of the OGs. No, no, man. fuck that. Cause that's, that's your no, no, nigga. That's your OG. I got that's your OG. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm not even Christian. <laughs> Yo, I got a gripe. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, fuck Max. So I I can get my little. My oh little yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I got you, brother. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you right. <laughs> I got you on that one. Yeah, but hey, hashtag fuck Max. Hey, get it, get it, get it, get it, hey, get it, get yo. it. Yo, man, ladies and gentlemen, you already know what time it is. Let's get it cracking. Am I the meanest? Show sure enough. Am I the prettiest? Show sure enough. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Show sure sure enough. Who am I? Show sure enough. Who am I? Show sure enough. I can't hear you. Show sure enough. Shogun. That's right, oh. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. 800 number one Shogun in the building with my brothers. You know what time it is. Number one rule in the universe, as always, is to protect your neck at all times. Otherwise, you see the Wubat symbol in the background. If you watch it on YouTube, you already know what time it is. Throw your woos up in there, bitch. Don't play with me. Otherwise, I'm going to cut your motherfucking head off. You know what time it is. I'm going to bring all the blade sounds in here when we get them in here. AKA the curator of combo, AKA the 27 time reigning pettyweight champion of the motherfucking world. Yes, I did defend my title while we were recording this episode. You already know who it is the pettyweight champion of the world, Petty Guerrero. I'm out here. One Punch Man with a tan next to the Yucatan liquor stand. You already know what time it is if you was outside for the 99 and 2000s. I probably bagged your auntie if you was anywhere near or, well, she was anywhere near or your mama. Uh, whatever, man. I was around. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I wasn't yeah, yeah. out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> out here, out here. But I was out here. Uh, at the Yucatan liquor stand, that's what we was doing. We was getting, you know what I'm saying? Listen. I, 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 <laughs> I'm going to just say I button mashed a lot while dancing. You're welcome. Let it, let it marinate, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I see Chris was a little confused, but we're just going to. No, I'm, 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 I'm really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
You already okay. know Pablo Baldini headbutt niggas and slide tackling they baby mamas in the stands just cause nigga knock a motherfucker out. You already know World yeah. Cup camp type shit of the petty weights. Master Bruce with the bubble goose, dirt Reynolds, and the Hotep Abachi chef. Oh, lest I forget Obi Wan Shinobi in this bitch. Yes, now sir. we. Gonna take y'all out of here one more time because you know what? I felt like my my coat, man, my niggas was digging the sounds of the boys from Cincinnati. I appreciate y'all for showing love. You already know man, what time it is. Cincy, man, shut your bum ass up because you yo, ain't yo, shout to fame though. That nigga fame oh uh, that's Wyatt, right. Though. That nigga yeah. had a little banger though. You might be on top, bro. Man, that shit was hard right there. We got we actually got some stuff cooking with fame. So uh stay tuned. We're gonna have hey, cuz some- just make yeah. sure you cut the check once you try to put this on YouTube, my brother. But I'm fuck with your, your sound. Play Man, that shit, cuz listen. No, oh yeah. Come on, let's let's just, just, just shut up. Just shut up, Mac. Just shut nah, up. Nah, relax. <laughs> shut up, Mac. God damn it. Yo, we need an NFT, bro. Come on now. What's happening? <laughs> we working on that too. Yeah, I keep trying to tell this nigga shut up, and then you just keep talking. Look, like, CDB hey. coin is happening. Mm. Look. What do you mean? They wanna slide. Hey. We ain't sleeping through the night. Hey. Hey. Got niggas moving on my side. Hey. 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 It get hot in summertime. Hey. Just a Mac. Who? They say they wanna slide. Say she in love with my vibe. Hey. Hey. I ain't in no wasting time. Hey. Hey. Stop wasting my time, bitch. Got that money on my line. Hey. Who the hell is that? Last night I gave a straight pipe 
Boy, all that capping, it don't seem right. You know that we about that action when they say they wanna slide. Hey. 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 That's gonna be a great game. That's gonna be a great game. That's gonna be a great game. You know what I'm saying? CDB, we see y'all next time. Peace.